0: Just a big pile of yuck. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go watch Star 80. Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. We're an 80s movie podcast. Every two weeks, we watch a movie from the 80s, and then we talk about it. My name is Doug McCambridge. I'm one of your two hosts. With me, as always, is Jamie Lorello. Lots of pictures on the wall behind you, Jamie. Lots of pictures of your husband, uh scantily clasped.
1: Giant not giant profile, just up there just how about when he makes the posters oh. of posters because that's a thing to do
0: that did kind of make me laugh in a moment of this movie where i was very anxious my anxiety was through the roof at the end of this when he brought up those posters i was like oh he's been doing arts and crafts okay that's all right <laughs> that kind he's of scrapbooking
1: got me. <laughs> look at him scrapbooking how adorable he misses her He misses her. My. Oh, what a tangled, tangled little playmate web we weave.
0: Yeah. So, listeners, what I would say is if you're used to our light fair um, where we don't make fun of domestic violence and uh, murder, (laughs) maybe skip this one. I don't know. If this is not your cup of tea, and I get it, this is very different than movies we normally talk about. Yeah. Not to say that there aren't amusing moments. Wardrobe alone is enough. A guy who's doing a good job, question mark, of uh, impersonating Hugh Hefner? I'm not sure. I don't know
1: about that. Okay, all right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) Every time he came on, I was like, I don't know if this is good or really, really bad.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Uh, I'm not... I wasn't feeling much. She did a really good job. She just, I guess, in the '80s, Murrow Hemingway just was naked a lot in films. Because wasn't the last movie we saw her in? She wasn't she in that lesbian
0: track running movie? Let's. She wasn't naked a lot in that. I mean, if this is naked a lot. She was naked maybe once or twice
1: in that other movie. But it was like full bush in the other movie.
0: It was, it was, <laughs> and also, also in the other movie, it was a little more equal opportunity. Remember, we saw some dude's dick. Oh in that yeah, movie. we did. <laughs> That's right,
1: we saw his junk. In That's this,
0: right. we don't even get what Eric Roberts' ass. Didn't until did we get his he's naked dead? No. Yeah. We don't want to see that. We want to see no. his living butt. <laughs>
1: You do, don't you? You
0: do. I thought he was going to get naked in front of the mirror at the beginning of this movie oh. when he's talking to himself and he's, you know, he's like practically wearing a thong. He's not wearing oh, a thong. Oh, yeah,
1: but he's not. Oh, yeah, when he's getting himself all ready. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to yeah. be like a Boogie Nights type of introduction to this movie. I did
1: say that he was wearing a thong. I think that's what's in my notes. Or no, I, but it's not. No, but it's yeah. Not.
0: but you know what? He's ripped, too. Like, he is... Built, he is in shape, and this is an. This is a good time
1: for Eric Roberts. Yeah,
0: I would say this is the best time for Eric (laughs) Roberts. Based on what I've seen Eric Roberts doing in the past thirty years, this is the best time of Eric Roberts. Yeah,
1: yeah, and his like you mentioned, it's true. His performance is really it's well done because he's a really good freaking creep, is what he is, and he plays it amazingly well. At times. And this is no no uh, offense to Matthew McConaughey, but at times he reminds me of Matthew McConaughey. No, but
0: I could see that.
1: Yeah, maybe McConaughey's got some pimpiness to him. You know,
0: McConaughey could do this mustache. Mm-hmm. He could rock this mustache. He could rock that. Uh, fur coat that he's wearing at Dairy Queen? Like yeah. that's what you want to do. Dress to the nines to take someone. For your to Dairy, Dairy Queen adventure.
1: <laughs> well, he brings someone who I guess and is really one of his hookers, right? And then right. ends up really going for uh, what is her name in it? I'm so terrible that I don't know it. Sabrina? No.
0: Sabrina the teenage no, witch.
1: no. What's her name? Dorothy. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: were close. I mean Dorothy is a fictional character who goes to Oz and Sabrina's a teenage witch. Hey, thanks for keeping <laughs> up with that. Thank
1: you. Sure. Thanks for yeah, I appreciate that. Have we even said the name of this movie or what
0: oh, it is? Or? No, nope. I okay. think we're just avoiding it. Uh I'll talk about the actors and the performances all day long. Maybe not the movie so much. Mm-mm. No, it's it's Star 80 from 1983. Mm. Bob Fosse's got his gross mitts all over this movie. Gross like, mitts. I, and, that, and that's... And before we start recording, I talked about the fact that I like the performances. Mm-hmm. And I have problems with the movie. And most of it is the movie. Like, most of it is the direction of this movie. I don't know of telling it through interviews. But interviews with actors playing... People, like, I don't know if that's the right way to do it. I don't think the right way to do this is to really highlight the Eric Roberts character and make this movie about him.
1: That's what it was. Yes. It was about, well, with some dashes of her innocence and her beauty and her breasts. Um, dashes. But-
0: <laughs> dashes of breasts.
1: <laughs> but yeah, there was a, well, from the beginning. So we we know this is not going to end well. We know this is going to be... A creep show, because it starts <laughs> out with him sweaty, with blood on his face, yeah. and he's got these wedding pictures of her and him together, and like you said, pictures of her all over the wall, and he's like sweaty and mumbling to himself and covered in blood. So you're like, alright, something and we keep flashing we go back, back to back this. to
0: this so many times. Yes.
1: And every time I'm like, wait, wait, what what's and he's just mumbling. There's nothing he says in nope. these moments where you're like, oh well that gives it like like if he said something about, well, because my mom didn't love me or you know my... <laughs> oh, wow, you wow,
0: <laughs> <laughs> You want that to be it? just at the end a scroll of a suicide note or he just puts it all out there.
1: Well, I thought that's why we're having these creepy, bloody flashbacks, right? When
0: I was eight years old, some kid pantsed me in first grade.
1: I don't know. Maybe he was Catholic. He went to church and they weren't kind to him in the confessional. I don't know. Sure. It could scar him. pimp. You don't know.
0: I understand. I Mm -hmm. get it. Oh, one of my favorite things about this movie, and it starts with... Eric, sure, Eric Roberts is all bloody, but when we see Eric Roberts, like, psyching himself up in front of a mirror in his oh, underwear. Oh, working out?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: When we pan through his apartment and we see a velvet Elvis, but not a velvet, it's a Telly Savalas?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's a big Telly Savalas fan. He asks trip. about Telly Savalas all the time. Is Telly there? Oh,
0: my God. Can you God. let him know? I want to telly some us just to show up, just to Me show too. up at one point. I know. Just to, I know he's the villain of the movie, but just to make Eric Roberts day, perhaps I'm not saying she would have lived. But if he and telly Savas it might have
1: perked him enough, right? It, it might have kept him off up. the edge. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, telly's I know, but they didn't. <laughs> he's they did. Telly here, when he yes, you have <laughs> to telly's here, and after's like Telly, who? Yeah. Well, and I like how he says,
1: "Yeah, I know him. We go way back." <laughs> And then when he meets that other actor, I don't remember that other actor, and he was like... He's kind of shitty to him when he's like, oh, yeah, when was that show canceled? Oh, three years. Yeah. You haven't been on TV
0: in three (laughs) years. Oh, I can't believe that. He's horrible. And that's the thing that I don't quite understand. Because Mm -hmm. we hear people talking about how charming he is. And, Mm -hmm. of course, Miro Hemingway is charmed by him. But no one else is. No. No one else. We don't see any evidence of this charisma that he's supposed to have. No. What is his, what's that thing? Is it like a sex machine? Is Oh, I don't know what that is. is. I was (laughs) going to ask you. I was going to ask you. So, so one of this, so he doesn't ever have a real
1: job, right? He becomes, well, we'll we'll just kind of dance around this. because I think we're both afraid to just deep into it. Later on, when she is, They've moved to LA, right? And she's she's not just a Playboy model now. I think she's getting some movie offers. Right. Um, and but he's he doesn't really have a job. So one of the things he does is he makes these workout benches.
0: I, I don't know. Is he like an inventor? Is he like the dad in Gremlins, just like making stuff? <laughs> well, because
1: like when they're when they're just dating, he's got some kind of sculpture, remember, by her yeah. bed, and she's Nuts. like, "What is this? It's so nice." And Oh, P.S., that's another weird, the Polaroid montage where he's just taking crazy Polaroids. Okay.
0: I do, I'm not saying, I won't say that that scene's good because it makes me sound like a pervert creep, but (laughs) what I like about it is it's one of those things where at the beginning of this, I was like, I wonder how she got from Dairy Queen to Playboy, and that sort of filled in the gaps. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I mean, this guy's a total creepo, but once he starts taking the pictures, (laughs) he takes these pictures, and then like holds up a Playboy, and looks at the pictures? (laughs) Looks at Playboy. (laughs) Almost like you should see a light bulb above his head go off.
1: Ding, ding. It's really funny. When he gets her professional pictures done, and he's hovering the whole time going, no, 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 arch your back more. No, no, no. Do this, do that. And what if they have her doing? They do ever like holding on to some rain? Uh, I got or a scarf. I yeah, thought it was I don't a know. scarf.
0: I like how the photographer kicks him out, and then all you hear is her and the photographer having a great time. She's oh, yeah. so relaxed then, and apparently it's all working out. And I'm like, well, he's bad news. Like you, you're gonna be fine, Dorothy Stratton. Just ditch this loser. Ditch him, Paul Hook Schneider. Up with this out this photographer. Yes. Anyway, the the machine
1: that so he makes oh, these workout sorry, benches. Yes. And they find, during this party, one of his workout benches that, I don't know, it's, is it like a sex torture thing? Is that what it is? Like, I asked you, I put a question, I'm like, does Doug know about this? I don't know that you would. this but... party
0: knew what it was, but me, you, and Dorothy Stratton <laughs> were the only people that had <laughs> no so idea innocent. what this thing was. We're
1: so innocent. They're like, oh... And even she was like, what's that for? I was like,
0: yeah, what is that for? Yeah, and everybody at the party's like, I know what that's for. Hint, hint, wink, wink. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. it must be some sex device. And then at the end he pulls it out and I'm like, wait, it's a suicide bench? Like, I, <laughs> I don't understand anything about that device. <laughs>
1: But it just adds to his creepiness, I guess. Like, do you find he...
0: that weird, though? That it's never explained? Like, no, because
1: people must know. Please, listeners, if you know what you would do with a, I, it, it kind of looks like a gyno chair. So maybe it.
0: I, I... It looks like a gyno chair kind of like mixed with a, a bench that you would like lift weights on. Like a lift bench. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that guy was killed with in that uh, horror movie we watched when he was.
1: Oh, Let yeah. When she drops the weight on approach. him.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it looks like that. But like the, you're right, like the leg parts spread out. And then it seems to fold up in the middle and there's yeah. straps and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. know how you would. I,
1: I don't, I guess I don't you strap know. them down. Does
0: the butt go in the air? or really does... <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Because then, while everybody's like, "Whoa, I know what that (laughs) thing is," they all look at him, and his response is, "I just made it as a joke." joke I don't even get the joke.
1: Oh, and then what's the? They drop this on one of the interviews. The neighbor or the roommate? Is it a roommate, or do they share the same building?
0: I don't know who that dude is. And when he came on, I was like, "This guy's super important. I better take notes." Not important at all.
1: (laughs) No, not enough. Not enough. Well, he mentions about some dog house. He's like, yeah, he made a dog house for my dog. And I thought we were going to see that used. Not that I wanted to, but I thought I, we were going to see the dog house used in a creepy way. Because the way he brought it up, he's like, yeah, I didn't know He just made the doghouse one day. It was just something he did. And I was like, is he going to kill her in the doghouse? Does he put her body? Does the sex machine thing go in the
0: doghouse? I am so glad you took note of that because I was like, doghouse? He built a doghouse? This must be super important. Because the guy's like, I didn't even think he liked my dog. Like, okay, he likes dogs. I'm trying to put this together. He likes dogs. He has a sex or torture bench. He likes building dogs. No, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it doesn't
1: mean anything. The movie does a great job of showing you how just schizo and crazy this guy is. Yeah. Because I think that is something he just, he must have built shit just to occupy his time while right. she was out being a playmate.
0: He seems to be one of those people that whose interests change wildly, but every time he's interested in something, he's in it 110%. Right, right. But nothing ever seems to work for him. No. He's, he's a big loser and he's a horrible, horrible person. Like, I don't – half the time I was like, is this movie making excuses for this? Or are they trying to show us that he's really terrible? I uh, – No, I, I believe don't.
1: that he was really terrible. She was so innocent. So – oh. so, but even in all her interviews, I wish you're right – I see why they wanted to do that interview format since it was a true story, but I'm sure right. they had the footage or at least the audio of her real interviews. And that would have been a little more interesting splice.
0: I would have loved to have heard that. Cause even at yeah. the beginning when the credits are rolling, you're hearing interviews and it took me a minute or two. And I went, wait, this is just Muriel Hemingway's voice. Yeah. Like, This is not, I, I really thought it was going, if that was all it was, okay, fine. And then, you know, Muriel Hemingway. And I even thought, wouldn't it be great if during a lot of those photo montages, rather than having this actress take off all her clothes and take a bunch <laughs> of pictures, like, why not put the actual pictures of this yeah. playmate in here? Or the pictures of her and her family. Like, I'm sure you would. They probably didn't, you know. Who's going to sign off on that? I couldn't. Right. I couldn't imagine her mom heard about this movie and was like, "That sounds great."
1: Well, apparently somebody could just forge the mom's name because that's how she got into trouble to begin with. Because he, okay, so he, yeah, he's a pimp. He finds her at the Dairy Queen. He's in love with her. She's adorable. She's this, and they're in Vancouver, right? They're Canadian.
0: Vancouver, that's right. Um, Not a Canadian accent to be found in this movie.
1: Not to be found. That's not Canadian. Nope,
0: I don't know what that was. <laughs> to be found.
1: Well, yes, you're right. There's no, but they don't stay in Canada for long. They're in Canada in the beginning when he meets her, falls in love, seduces her. And um, what about, okay. So the prom, the prom oh is Oh my <laughs>
0: God. Okay. So, so <laughs> I just have, I have more questions just before we get into it. So she is seventeen, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay, she's not eighteen till she signs her Playboy deal. I don't wow.
0: Think. Okay. Yeah. And he goes to prom like that. <laughs> that was yeah. Wild. Creepy pimp going to prom. I can't. And I needed like time stamps of years. I mean, all this or, or the happened. months, right? Very, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Because when he picks her up after Dairy Queen. It appears that that night or maybe the next day, they go to the fanciest salad bar ever.
1: Oh, my God. Where he, I, I said, what, what is he so taking so to, a Chinese buffet?
0: Because
1: they go out to eat, and it's, she's, like, enamored, like, oh, my God, this place is amazing. And she's staring. Some guy's staring at her. It looks... Uh, Maybe it looks like a like a restaurant. I wouldn't say it was a fancy restaurant. I would call
0: it a restaurant as well. Yeah. I mean, the the lamps that hang down have fringe on them. It's Maybe not it was like a fancier. sizzler. <laughs> Maybe he
1: brought her to a sizzler. I thought Because he, he brings the plates of food to them. He serves them. And I'm like...
0: <laughs> he didn't even let her get her own salad no. at the salad bar. And he gives her a ring? Like, did he... Did, uh, is yeah. all of this happening... The same night, like he's in the car with her talking about her. And then I guess Mm -hmm. they were driving to this place. And it seems like the next day he shows up and he's taking those Polaroids. Is that the same night as the prom? She even calls her mom. Yeah. And she says that she might be.
1: Wow. It does all kind of happen real quick. Yes. When he goes to the house. Now, of course, she there's no father. It's the mom and two other, a little boy and a a daughter.
0: Yeah, I was wondering about the father, but yeah. Yeah,
1: She's a playboy playmate. I hate to judge, but they usually have daddy (laughs) (laughs) issues, right?
0: (laughs) The mom is suspicious. Oh, the mom's him. my favorite character. I it love movie. it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so great. She laughs at him. When he shows up at the door, she looks at what he's wearing and laughs in his face.
1: I think she makes a comment about him looking like a, oh, uh, I forget. I wrote it down somewhere.
0: She calls oh, him a tango man. dancer. Oh, yeah. So she she's dressed like a, she's like, dancer, okay, yeah. She's like a tango dancer. He's like a tango dancer. And then she walks out and is like, get your goddamn feet off my coffee table. <laughs> she's so great. She has no time for his shit. Her brother has no time for this dude either.
1: No. The sister's a little enamored by the whole thing. She's side by side with her on some of the interviews, too. Yeah.
0: I have a lot of questions about why the mom would allow the sister to go with this guy to an amusement park.
1: Yeah. what is that scene wow. where he's like... But maybe because it was her trip out to, because that's no, the sister this must was
0: have before. Came. Yeah, this was this was when Miro Hemingway was out with Hugh Hefner that he took her oh, sister to the yeah. amusement park. It's weird. Well,
1: do you know this? I did a little research on the true story. Sure. And who's the director that she ends up falling in love with?
0: Bogdanovich.
1: So he once after Dorothy, the real Dorothy. You know got murdered and died. he was of course was super sad and depressed. He put the younger sister through school and then married her oh, yeah, and he was like twenty years older than her what they oh, married I they didn't were-
0: know that i did I did the most you know like offhanded glance at the real life things, because I was like, well, who's this guy supposed to be? Who's, because other than Hugh Hefner, everyone else has fake names. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was really, really, I was like, who's this director? It has to be Bogdanovich, and I looked, and I was like, okay, it is him. I He married the young sister? Yeah. Oh, my
1: After, God. like, years after she passed, he got her through school, and then they were married only for, they weren't married long. I think it was like five years or something.
0: But yeah, creepy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he had something in that, you know, she, he probably made her sign a contract. I will put you through school and then you're my sex slave slash wife for five years.
1: creepy. Wait, before we get, we, there was something in my notes that I just wanted to back up to. In the very beginning, when we're sort of learning about who this Paul Schneider is, why is he getting hung from his feet from a hotel room and throwing up on himself? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Him throwing up? He, uh, it's just...
1: Is that just a shakedown? Like, is that just to show you that he deals with shady people?
0: No, I mean, they they talk about the fact that he has a lot of gambling debt. So that's what we're supposed to think is going on. Mm. Yeah, but he does barf all over himself. That's gross.
1: (laughs) And he barfs again later after he yells at her or something. There's a lot
0: of Eric Roberts (laughs) barfing in this movie. I didn't, I wasn't ready for that. And I also know how... (laughs) They they interview like I said this this is intercut. It's a movie. It's a real movie that mm-hmm. also jumps back and forth in time. Mm-hmm. But then there's interviews, but not with the actual people, with actors playing these people. And I love right. the interview with the guy who like owned a strip club or something. And at the beginning he's like, oh yeah, this poor guy. He always had these cockamamie ideas, yeah, crazy yeah. crazy ideas. Like one time. A wet t shirt contest. I was like, that's not a crazy idea at all. Well, they are tame for a strip club.
1: Well, he does. They do. There's two wet t shirt contests. There's the one we see with the ladies, and then there's the one that tanks with
0: the gentlemen. The gentlemen. Yeah. And I was even on Eric Roberts' side there because Eric Roberts is like, this place was packed. What's happening? And I was like, that place was more packed for those dudes. Than, for, than the for the ladies, it's true. Yeah.
1: But even that, I guess that was again one of his things, like building a workbench sex machine. It's he would dabble in this as a way to make money or to feel successful. So yeah,
0: um, I, I, it really did seem like he was just jumping around and, and trying to find easy money. But everything he did was like sexy. Like it was like the building the doghouse made no sense. I was like, yeah, unless he's like fucking the dog. Why is he doing? Which maybe,
1: maybe that's the maybe. Uh, crazy.
0: I I need shots of that dog looking afraid when he enters the room (laughs) and running away
1: (laughs) with its tail between its little back legs. (laughs) Poor thing.
0: Uh, um, oh, and if I could just listen to Eric Roberts sing Beatles songs a lot, I would really appreciate that when yeah, he's playing guitar like trying to sing them. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, she's all about it, though.
1: Oh, yeah, she's being romanced by him. And she's, this is the night that they have their first intimate time. And she confesses that she is technically a virgin, unless you count the guy that she did it with, the football player. Yep. That she did it with, that she was really quick and uncomfortable. And she's really honest and just open with him
0: yeah but she's like listen i know you're a pimp you've probably had sex before yeah with
1: probably women that are better at it than me but then when when we're at the prom we get to see this football player and what does he do he sticks a pin in his butt what does he do i, don't to know him?
0: I thought he was gonna murder him i was like oh, <laughs> wow I so mm-hmm. begins his life of murder but no he just like jabs him with a push pin or so. i don't even know and it's just, I don't know it makes it makes him feel better makes Eric Roberts feel better. She noticed. I think
1: it's another again another right. like way for the movie to show even a sign for her like because she says why did you hurt him why did yeah. you do that yeah and I feel uh, so
0: bad for her just knowing that this was real like I me feel too. so bad for this poor seventeen year old girl that yeah. fell in with this and school. then just
1: couldn't get away like was starting to make a really better life for herself. Yeah. And then just. Uh,
0: and it yeah. was infuriating at the end of this movie. Again, knowing what's going to happen and me just sitting there watching this, going, just like make up some sort of excuse. Play yeah. along with this for a little bit until you, you can get out.
1: When she follows him into the back room, when she hears the, the shotgun go off and she looks back curiously, like, hmm,
0: what's going on back She's there? She's got her hand on that door. Yes, I'm like, go. Go,
1: sugar shakes. Yeah. Supposedly, she had the... Leave him the money if it makes your mind right. feel better. Yeah, Go. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. That noise you heard, that was a shotgun. That wasn't like mm-hmm. a rat trap or something. Like,
1: But just... she thinks he's going to hurt himself. I think that she's right. so...
0: No, 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 Of course. ...sweet. Yes. And she
1: doesn't think he's
0: going to hurt her. Yeah. And I do... You know, you have often said that uh, I think your your way to get out of uh, any serious danger is to, if somebody's strangling <laughs> you, you pretend you're dead. Or if yeah, somebody's yeah. raping you, you're like, just pretend you're into it. <laughs> when she takes her clothes off, I was like, all right, okay, she gets it. She's like, all yeah. right, I'll have sex one last time with this yeah. pathetic loser, right. and then I'll leave. Oh. But that
1: whole scene is terrible it's then. Terrible. Because they show... You see him having oh, it's awful.
0: It is. It's awful. Horrible.
1: It's really awful.
0: Oh, this is so gross.
1: So gross. So gross.
0: Man, all right. Oh, anyway. If
1: you want my body and you think I'm sexy, okay. that's all the right. whole reason we did this movie, folks. It's because reason. of that Thanks, song. Thanks,
0: Rod Stewart. <laughs>
1: Thanks a lot. I'm scarred for life. Like literally this morning, I have these nice quiet mornings where I do this like meditation and this yoga. And I couldn't get this Dorothy (laughs) chick out of my head. I was like, oh my God, this who knows who else happens to on a daily. These young girls who think this is going to happen for them. And some skis bag comes and takes over and then takes over their brain and their whole yeah, like this the is. Other, I
0: like the other woman who he said he could get into Playboy. Oh. She's yeah. like, I didn't fucking care. She's
1: in, so put in out. The yeah. Apartment
0: when she's walking by, going, you probably don't even know who you have to.
1: Hurt. Yeah. She had kind of a Canadian accent. She probably had the okay. most Canadian accent all right. out of all of them. She
0: was very sassy. I enjoyed her as mm-hmm. a character.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gets to sleep with other women.
0: He sleeps with, I mean, at least her and the, the black woman.
1: And then the other, there's one of the playboy, well, I don't know if he sleeps with her, but one of the other playmates he flirts with a lot. Uh,
0: the playmate Bobo? <laughs> yeah,
1: Bobo. You got it. I was like, was she a
0: clown before she was a playmate? <laughs> what a weird name to give a playmate. Bobo, Bobo the playmate. He's so excited to meet her at the at the party. He's like, oh, Bobo. Oh, oh He's so favorite. creepy.
1: He doesn't know boundaries when he meets people at the party. Like, everybody, he's like. He's quizzing. That's why he turns Hugh Hefner totally off right away, as he's like, oh,
0: Hugh. He's like quoting Hugh to Hugh. And and that's what I don't, that's when I was watching this going, like, where is this suave man about town that every one of these interviews have been talking about? Because this guy is such a sad, sad individual, but so desperate, (laughs) like, Mm -hmm. so desperate.
1: Mm -hmm. Again, I want to interview with his mother or his (laughs) younger sister. And like, growing up, you I wanted want some back. If you're going to give me most, like you said, if you're going to focus the movie that's supposed to be about her and her death, mostly about him and how creepy he is, give me some background about how he got creepy. What, what happened to him that, you know, I made him-
0: agree unless it takes time out of the montages of him <laughs> clothes. if that's cut out. No interviews at all. Keep it in. it should just enough. be one giant montage, fade to black, and then just a scroll of like, oh, and then he it's Some information, her, he right? Likes. Some bullet
1: points of how it went down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that would be how this movie would end, is her walking oh, yeah. into that back bedroom. He closes the door, fade to black. We hear a couple gunshots. Done. Roll credits.
1: My soul would feel better if yes, that's went exactly. down. Exactly. But instead I've seen things I can't unsee. Yeah. And I felt In- things I can't not feel
0: anymore. Instead, Bob Fosse was like, you know what? We brought that sex bench into this. We gotta show yeah. it at the end. <laughs> we
1: gotta bring people, it full circle. There
0: may be people thirty nine years from now watching this confused about what it is. We gotta show it again. We
1: gotta we gotta bring it back around for the people.
0: So uh, oh. as you said, she wants to marry him or or she doesn't. No, he wants. He wants to marry her, marry her for yeah. her money. Like that's the thing is he's taking all of her money. He's buying new clothes. He's buying cars and all this other oh, stuff. Oh,
1: that's the best when he calls her. He promises her on their first date they're driving and he promises to buy her a car. That's one of the things do you remember that he's like. You know, what kind of car would you like? And then she is on a movie set. And it's so funny because she starts to make these movies. And she's like, <laughs> we work like 16, 17 hours it's long days. And I won't be. And he's like calling her five or six times a day. And then he'll be like, I called you. I called you like five times yesterday. Where were you? And she answers each time she takes mm-hmm. the call from him. And she's on the movie set and she answers and <laughs> the director of the movie is like, what the hell? Like we never, <laughs> sh- we have we have a scene to shoot. And he is at the dealership and he just wants to buy this Mercedes, I guess it is. I don't even know.
0: Yeah. He's like, oh, it's the best car. You don't see cars like this on the road at all. And she's finally yeah. like, I'll just go to the bank. And he's so happy. He's so over the moon uh-huh. about this stupid car. And I mean, it is, it is a, I, I would love to say that this story is, rare but it's this is something that happens all the time like he she's way more successful than he is Mm -hmm. he's super jealous at one point in this movie he just is very like at the beginning it didn't seem like he was jealous he's like no he wanted
1: her he wanted her to be successful
0: he was like oh she's at the playboy mansion she's having such a great time some football players hitting on her yeah he's not
1: invited to like he's because he even where is he when he oh because another thing he tries to do is uh, start up a gym, right? Or a fitness center, or wellness <laughs> yes, a, center or something like that. A fitness
0: club or...
1: And his thing is, like, do you know Dorothy Stanford or whatever? Like, I'm her husband and I'm her manager, so... Yep. like he, she is his claim to fame, basically.
0: But but nobody will back him. Like nobody will give him the money to do this stuff. Because I think they see what a creepo he is. There's a lot of Billy Joel in this movie too. There's a Billy Joel cover band. Oh at prom. yeah, yes, the Billy Joel cover band in prom. <laughs> and later on, when he is at the Playboy Mansion by himself. Remember, he doesn't go with her, but he asks her to to make sure it's okay if he shows up. That's
1: when he calls about the car, and he's like, come on, just come on, just put some money in the account. And he's like, she's like, all right, and then I got to go. Like, I'm on a movie set. And he's like, oh, oh wait, wait, I, I also want to go to the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> right. Can you call and get me in? Yeah. And she's like, oh. And then she says, I wish I wouldn't answer his calls when he calls.
0: We're talking about the music when he's at the Playboy yeah. Mansion acting like a big shot. Billy Joel's big shot is playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a little too on the nose right now. But I love how he's just playing pinball in the corner, just with Bobo. There's no party going on. He's just there hanging out. And even Hugh Hefner walks in and is like, oh, the loser's here again. (laughs) And he doesn't even walk over or acknowledge that he waved to him or something. It's pretty great. He hates
1: him. And the one guy is just like, yeah, well, Dorothy called and I can't say no to Dorothy. So I let yeah, the everyone creep loves in. Dorothy. Yeah. The director that f- ends up falling in love with her.
0: Yes. Robin Colcord her. from Cheers.
1: Oh, yeah. Is that who the actor yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I knew it. Okay. Nice. So when he first meets her, there's some weird roller skating party happening. and <laughs>
0: What is this roller skating festival outside the Playboy Mansion? I, <laughs> and it just, that's all this scene is. And it goes on forever. Yeah, And it's just a song playing and we watch everybody roller skate. Weren't
1: you hoping that Gutenberg was going to come roller skating all around? If you like the
0: amount guys? of times we heard YMCA in this movie, I was waiting for Gutenberg to just skate up. I don't know, possibly in overalls with nothing on underneath them.
1: Maybe I I
0: would have been (laughs) so satisfied in a a movie that is sad and shocking. My head would have exploded at that scene.
1: (laughs) But yeah, that's people just become enamored by her. And this director sees her at this roller skating party and it's just like, oh, my God, some other agent takes her to the director's house and she's nervous. And he's like, don't worry, people just love you. He's going to love you. And it's true, because she's not really a good actress. She doesn't have, but she's, she is charming and, I guess, sweet in her own right. She's just sweet. So like likable. that. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, like that's that's it, because I wouldn't call her charming either, and I don't want to say that, because I don't know if um, Mira Hemingway did a great job with this, but she didn't have mm. much of a personality. She was just yeah. nice. She was just nice and sweet and innocent and young, and she did a great job of that, but I also feel like well, that's why really liked her, because she was sweet, and she was yeah. just nice to yeah. everybody, and she wasn't probably like a stuck-up bitch like so many, I don't want to say so many playmates probably are, but she didn't seem like somebody, again, I'm going by a stupid movie that I saw, <laughs> she didn't seem like someone who would let this all go to her head. Yeah. She seemed very grounded.
1: Yeah, yes, I agree, down to earth and... yeah.
0: Canadian, I guess. Very. Can- that's <laughs> what she seemed like. She seemed very Canadian. <laughs> but he didn't seem very Canadian at all. No,
1: no. He must have been from like Wisconsin, and then yeah, moved up to he him. must have crossed the border <laughs> at some
0: <laughs> point. Just wa- just wandered up from Washington, right over yeah, into Vancouver. Yeah. Some one Washington
1: day. trash just rolling in, <laughs> looking just, for some ladies. <laughs>
0: yep. The garbage that spilled over into Canada. <laughs> But also, and we talked about it earlier, who is this guy who, like, rented them an apartment but also seems to live there but also has a girlfriend but goes out of his way to be like, listen, she and I, we were not together. I never did anything with Dorothy Stratton. We were just friends. I never friends. touched her. Mm-hmm. I was, listen, I have a girlfriend. Her name's Susie or whatever. She's got yeah. frizzy hair. She shows up from time to time. When he and his girlfriend... <laughs> When Eric Roberts is going nuts and he's got pictures of her all over the place. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they leave the house and have a lengthy conversation and we meet the dog and they open up the garage. I realized at that point I was like, this is the only time in the movie where Dorothy Stratton and Paul whatever his name is are not on screen. Why are we with these people for a long amount of time? Well, And
1: again, like, here's another thing I just put together. They have that huge dog, that like St. Bernard dog. There's no barking when the murder and the rape are happening. The dog could care
0: less. No, and it's it's not like they're in a house in the middle of nowhere. No. he's using the... a shotgun. That is a loud instrument of death. It's
1: a loud... Like... Indeed. An L.I.D., if you will. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, he also... Sorry, I'm just like...
1: I'm just I know, like we're all over the place. I think my
0: notes. I,
1: I think like... this movie really took, like... It... It kind of, it's disturbing. So I think going through it beat by beat and scene by scene, like we normally do for our, it's not.
0: And I also think it's, it's almost like that, that hair metal thing. Like when you have interviews and stuff and you're jumping around in time, like it's really tough. You almost have to. Yeah. But one of my favorite things is later when he is at his apartment with his new best friend, this guy, whoever this guy is, when he's saying to him, when he's like, and I heard her on the phone. And she was sniffing a lot. I think she's doing a lot of coke. Oh,
1: yeah. When, he's got the, <laughs> when he gets all, he starts to get suspicious. And that guy really lays the law down. He's like, you got to take it easy. Yes. He tells him, he's like, you're overreacting. She's going to be around a lot of men. She's a beautiful girl. And you just have to. But yeah, he keeps going back to, no, I think, I think what you're saying is. Yeah. And I'm right. She's doing coke.
0: Yeah, This that's friend odd. of theirs seemed to me to be the hero of the movie who just didn't do enough. He just, he didn't, one extra step, and he would have stopped this. Or at least that's the way he makes us think in his movie Makes interviews. us think, right.
1: right. Again, a little um, back to the real story info. Yeah, uh, again, sure. I got it online, so who knows how true this is. But apparently... I thought that they lived in the same like apartment, like a duplex, right upstairs and downstairs. Online, it says they were roommates, and after the murder happened, yeah, the him and his girlfriend, the guy, the roommate and his girlfriend, came back to the apartment, hung out, watched TV, and it wasn't till the next morning because they thought that they had made up and they wanted their privacy. That's why the bedroom door right. was closed.
0: Yeah, that's that's I read that as well, and that's yes. terrifying.
1: He gets and the scene. The other thing I read: the scene where the whole rapey murder took place was the actual bedroom that it took place in. What they filmed it in that bedroom. Yeah. Oh again, my god. This is internet. I don't know if it's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But again, Bob fossey relax, man. Just come on. Yeah. We don't, just we don't need come this. on. Just, we don't
1: need to be that dark about it. It's already like a horrible, like. Ugh. Now you get the spirits of their deadness. Now were you
0: were you happy late into this movie when Billy Madison's principal showed up and oh. was a private detective? <laughs> oh my
1: god! No, because I wanted to be a
0: private detective slash wrestler. Right, me too. <laughs> oh my god! And what kind of private detective is this? He wires him up. The whole thing is. Oh yeah. And at this point, I think Eric Roberts knows there's, there's really well. He keeps thinking there's a chance for her to come back and blah, 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 and he's not going to give up. But his private detective buddy, whatever, finds out that she's been shacking up with Peter Bogdanovich and... He wants to catch her saying that she's going to take care of him because they have a verbal contract that he's her manager or something. There's no
1: real paper signed contract contract that he's the manager.
0: So he takes a tape recorder (laughs) and there's a whole scene. This is a scene in this movie. He tapes it to him, puts his shirt on, even... But it's a full Walkman. Like, it's not even like a little mini, like... Again, it's huge.
1: I'm like, how is he hiding that? This
0: is 1980 or 79 in this movie, right. whatever. But I just don't get it because even Eric Roberts is like, you know, I'd be wearing a different shirt. And he yeah. just laughs at this like, is this ad living? Because he's like, it doesn't matter. Hit record, walk around and talk. Eric Roberts doesn't know how to talk. <laughs> it, then he listens back and he goes, "Oh no, it doesn't work." And then Can't they forget we, it. And then and that's it's done. It's, that's the scene in this movie that I was like, "Why? Why is this in here?"
1: Can't we just be interviewed and be like, "Yeah, we even tried to wire him, but it didn't work." That's all we needed. That's all we needed. We didn't need this whole thing.
0: And also, when he buys the shotgun. I think they just used the photographer to play a different
1: character <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, I know the photographer from earlier.
0: Yeah. I looked at this dude and I was like, "That's the photographer. He's not yeah. even right. Re- he's not even making mention that they've met before." So she, we've been building up to this murder to the end of the movie, and I, th- I guess we should probably talk about it. Oh, before. like I don't, I don't Oof. know. Uh, she comes over, and as as we both stated, this made me. So anxious. I I have, I rarely watch a movie where I feel as anxious as I did when I was watching. Like, I was so upset by just watching her squirm. They're both sitting in, like, director's chairs, which is weird. Oh,
1: when there's first in the living room talking to each other? Well,
0: yeah, when they're in whatever that room is with that giant picture of her blocking both (laughs) doors to the closet.
1: (laughs) And even that, that's not a sign to her that maybe he's really... Like I should probably go, you know,
0: she does say um, she's young and she's naive and she's so trusting and she's like, oh, we can still be friends. That's cool, right? I I just I feel she gives him
1: a good deal. She's like she still she's going to give him money. Seven thousand dollars. She's got some cash on her. She's like, listen, yep. well, you know, you did do some work for me or you helped me out. So I'll give you some of my earnings. But, you know. Certainly not all of them.
0: I kept thinking of um, Tim Meadows doing Ike Turner on Saturday Night Live. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do you remember the one where he he was doing the news as, like, Turner? And he smashed, like, Norm MacDonald's face into a cake. And he's like, I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. That's so much of what Eric Robinson." Oh, yeah.
1: Because he does. So. Yes. First, he yells at her. He pushes her down a bunch of times when they're in the director's chair. Right, yes. Because she does. Either she gets up and tries to leave her. And he Mm -hmm. pushes her down. And then. He goes in the back room or in the bedroom and gets the shot. He says, don't leave. Does he say don't leave yet? Or he just goes back there.
0: He just goes, well, she, oh, man, he
1: goes back at one point to get the posters. <laughs> After he
0: shows her his creations, <laughs> his posters. Oh my God. I always like, which one do you like? I'm like, oh my God, he's got three they all look the, same the same tail. too. It's all the same. Exactly. The, same. <laughs> the only difference is the big picture in the middle. <laughs> But she's had enough, and you're right. He goes into the bedroom Mm -hmm. where he's fiddling around with a shotgun and putting Mm -hmm. shells in it. And like we said earlier, she is hand on the doorknob, leaving this house. Ready to
1: go. Would have been alive.
0: Right. But then she hears the shotgun. She goes in, and he even puts it on the ground. No, she
1: takes it from him. Oh, she does. Okay. Gently sort of takes it from him. They hug. They're having a moment where I think she must think, like, okay, I'm helping him, getting them off the the ledge here. Um, I think he pushes her and yells at her again. And, she, oh, maybe no, he starts to kind of rape her, and she starts to cry.
0: Right. And that's yes.
1: when he gets off of her, and now he's crying. Yes. And then she stands up and gets naked. Yeah. Because like you said, I guess she's like, all right, fine. If it'll make you feel better, we'll do this one more time. Right. And he does. And that's awful.
0: Oh, it's hard. He pushes her off the bed onto the oh. floor at one point. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. And we have to watch the whole thing. Yeah, we do. We have to watch him put the gun to her head. Oh. And there's even, like, a point where he fires and you see, like, a blood oh. <laughs> And you even see it when he then shoots himself on his sex yeah. machine. Yeah, yeah. I just don't understand. Why does he get that out of the closet? What is it doing? Because
1: he was maybe going to use it for her? I don't
0: know. I don't know because he's like, <laughs> you also see him strapping himself into it. He strapped something. Maybe it's I thought for he him and the dog. I, I thought know. he strapped her into it. But at the end, we see them both lying on the floor. Nobody's strapped into this weird uh-uh. machine. I want that to be like the one thing that Bob Fosse brought into this movie. He's like, I've been looking for a way to get this weird sex machine into one of the movies. I can probably do it here.
1: This is going to be the one. This is going to be the one. It's got a Playboy
0: model. It's Everyone aware. around him is like, I don't think that's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, my God. And that's that's it. Like It is a photo montage, again, just the way, yeah. we, the way we started this, a photo montage, sort of a montage of what people are doing at this time because we see – uh, Robin Colcord, you know, he's like editing the movie that she's oh, in, right. mm-hmm. uh, asking for sugar in his coffee. Uh, we see Billy Madison's principal calling. The oh, yeah. House. He's trying to
1: track her down. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. to be like,
0: hey, I, how did everything go? I guess yeah. I. Oh, it's it's horrible and it's gross. It's a terrible way to end the movie. I am. I think I hated this. I mm. think.
1: Yeah.
0: Because like I said, I... I'm
1: with you where the performances yeah. were good, but then I guess they were so good that it was disturbing enough to not even be... Um, like, you know, some of those disturbing movies, you're so disturbed, but at the same time, you're like the Florida Project, That was almost a recommendation for me, but I feel like I've recommended it before. Yeah, you have. Where there's some things that you're just disturbed by, but at the same time, it's just like, I guess this is life, and you got to just know that that's... But this...
0: The presentation of it is terrible. The presentation of this is what makes it so awful. Because, like we said, the performances are great, and Eric Roberts is fantastic in this movie. I mean, he's a creep. He is a a wonderful creep. creep. Meryl Hemingway is great. The woman who played her mom, I am sad that she was out of the movie after like the first twenty minutes because she was really great. Loved
1: her. She was a sassafras.
0: But yeah it's it's just so weird to make this movie and to be like oh Dorothy Stratton, I guess she was such a fucking dud. We can't make this movie about her. Let's make it about the horrible monster that murdered the, her. Yeah. And every now and then we'll just have her take her clothes off. Well, right? and there's a
1: bunch of different versions of I think there was a TV movie. It's kind of like the Amy Fisher story where some of the versions of it were like Amy's side. Some of them were Joey's side. And then some of it was like the tabloid side of things. So... But again, this wasn't this was just showing you how deranged he was. Not that I wanted to have sympathy for this guy at all, but at least an understanding of how he got to this way would have helped me I don't know that it so
0: would have you been more comfortable. Or Eric no, Roberts. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I want Eric Roberts as a
1: kid? <laughs> As a teenager. I want some black and white flashbacks of that.
0: I want every, the last 10 minutes can be this story, but I want no. everything before it. No, I don't, I, I, know I don't want, saying.
1: I don't want any of it. Actually. I didn't want any, I don't want to know. Listen, I feel, I, I'm sure it's an, it's honest work, right? Well, not honest, but it's work What's to be happening? a playboy bunny or a sex, whatever, but
0: their lives are, it's whatever. <laughs> I do like I like how there was a quick scene where she was um, working as a bunny at oh, like yeah. the the bar, or whatever that place is. Yeah. And I like it when she like bent down to pick something up and was like, "That's called the bunny dip." Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got a little little industry insight. Yeah, All right. she knows.
1: She knows. She's letting you know what she's learning. But yeah, these the movie. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm, it's, it's I I could have
1: been an okay person going. It's also a little starting our two thousand.
0: Wow, podcast with, with this? <laughs> yeah, not I
1: was great. like, oh boy, this not really great. makes me think. I know I don't have to make my birthday choice yet, but it really made me think hard. Like, I better pick like we're doing Rainbow this, Bright or something oh, kind this, of uplifting yeah. it, shit. Like, it's gotta be not the lightest, yeah.
0: fluffiest movie ever. Don't you dare that one movie you thought was oh, it's about these dolls that come to life. Oh, also they're putting their grandmother in a home. <laughs> A <laughs> yeah, right. That's what they were called. I totally <laughs> forgot. I think I was probably, I don't know about recommending the movie, mm. but until the actual murder scene. I was like, okay, this is just, like, this is all terrible, but it's about this terrible, terrible person. But and once, this terrible thing that happened. Right, right yeah. yeah. And once the murder scene came, I was like, this is just trash now. Yeah. This movie's
1: just straight trash. It took it, yeah, it took it to a level of, yeah, yeah no gross. good. Don't do that. No bueno. Yeah. All right. So do you have a recommendation because of this, in spite I, of it, if you, you know what?
0: I have a recommendation because of this, and it's it's interesting because there are some parallels to this, oh, okay, uh, a few episodes back, I don't remember how long ago this was. I recommended a movie from the '80s called Something Wild, but mm-hmm. there's a movie called Something Wild from 1961 that I saw a couple years ago that I will recommend because that movie stars the mother. In this Oh, movie. Yes.
1: look at that.
0: And there are also some parallels too because the movie does a really good job of like, um, the movie's about a woman who is raped. A young girl, like a girl mm-hmm. in high school who's raped. And the whole movie is about her unable to deal with this. Mm. And at one point in the movie she tries to commit suicide but is rescued by a guy and she kind of falls for this dude and they end up living together and mm. they're both Kind of not right, and they're horrible for each other. Okay. But it's a weird, like it's a movie all about codependence, and I just thought it was interesting how that woman starred in this movie, and she's in this. So I like it. Well done. It's a a good movie. Yeah. I
1: wish I got a little deeper because I know that there's other movies that I've seen based off deranged people that could have been a better. Parallel or better recommendation, but I went a little easy and I stayed in the Roberts family. Oh, and okay. I went to uh, Sleeping with the Enemy. One, of, it's actually one of my favorite Roberts movies, besides Flatliners, um, and of course Pretty Woman. But
0: um, other than Flatliners and Pretty Woman, I don't know that I could name another Julie yeah. Roberts.
1: <laughs> well, movie. Sleeping with the Enemy is one. <laughs> right. and there are. It's interesting because because he's so young in this, and because there's something going on with his teeth. There are times in the beginning, especially like that scene that you talked about, where he's in his underwear and yeah. he's like checking himself out. You could see how they're related, him and Julia. You could see a little Julia in in Eric's face. I don't know if you could. I can't.
0: I I've never no? seen it. I yeah. It's very slight, and it's right. more that
1: when he's younger, but and I guess when she's younger. I forgot we also oh. did Mystic Pizza. That's what Julia. Movie.
0: Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah.
1: And we oh. couldn't do what was that band one we wanted to do, but it's not available anyway god
0: damn it i know what was that yeah what was that broke my
1: heart satisfaction well that was the movie yeah
0: anyway put it out somebody whoever's listening
1: yeah we'll cover it well it'd be so much better i don't think there's any brutal rapes in that movie there
0: i hope hope that it's not the movie i remember seeing advertisements (laughs) for as a teenager going that looks like a lot of fun
1: yeah All right, so tell Uh, us what we got coming up next. I hope it's not raping.
0: No, I I think we're going to go for something, I don't know about a little more light, but certainly a lot more fun. And this is, I don't know if the audience knows how these choices come about. Uh, Normally, again, we try and choose things based on, you know, time of year or actors' birthdays or whatever.
1: Again, people, let's remind you, Because even though we do have a way and reasoning of picking a method to the madness, if you will, this movie was picked because the (laughs) same Rod Stewart song plays twice, maybe three times in it, and it's Rod Stewart's birthday. So happy birthday, Rod Stewart. Don't rape a Playboy model. That's all. (laughs) Please
0: do not, Rod Stewart. You are an old, old man at this point. (laughs) Don't. And normally, I do the choosing of the movies. Yeah. But... Because this was such a whiff on my part. (laughs) Jamie's picked our next movie. I did. And, yes, you have. And Uh. this does not tie into anything. The only reason we're doing this is because on February 1st, our patrons are going to get the bonus episode of our live show talking about Supergirl. Mm -hmm. And it's just a shame that nobody else will hear our feelings about Helen Slater. So I figured... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or you figured, rather, we should do The Legend of Billie Jean. Yeah. And we are going to do that. So for patrons, you get a back-to-back Helen Slater. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: spoiler alert, we were not at all impressed with her in Super. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully she does a better job with a, with a funkier haircut, I'm going to say, in yeah. The Legend of Billie Jean. So that will be what we cover in two weeks' time.
1: Here it comes. Oh, oh! I'm still so disturbed by the ending of that movie. Like I, I, I have to think about unicorns and this is so t-
0: cupcakes like, I, and th- I can only imagine this is what people who do like true crime podcasts must feel yes, like at the end of them. all the time. They're so popular and I could not imagine talking about stuff like this Mm-mm. week after week or twice no. a month. No. that's why
1: we do a movie. That's why we do this podcast. I know we're not cut out for that. And I'm okay with that. But I'll leave it to the people that are right.
0: And the other thing about this uh, podcast is if you've been listening for a while, you probably know this. But if you're new to this, one thing that both you and I, I think, try and do with this is we try and watch movies or pick movies that we've never seen before for the most part. So I'm sure this will happen again. So this is just like, all right, we made a mistake. We (laughs) waded into waters that we were not comfortable in. But I guarantee you, at at some point in the next five years, it'll happen again. It
1: will. It will. It'll be just as uncomfortable. And
0: hopefully we'll be able to deal with it better next time. Uh,
1: Well, lessons learned.
0: Yeah. All right, everybody. Until we talk to you about Billie Jean.
1: And her legendariness.
0: All right, everybody, (laughs) we appreciate you listening. Go on, give us reviews wherever you get the show, on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, other places you may or may not get the show. Go to places you don't get the show and give us reviews. Yeah, there you go. All right. And subscribe and all that great stuff. We will talk to you again in two weeks. Happy beginning of 20. Bye. cut this out because I don't want to sound like an ignorant moron for not knowing the answer to that. (laughs) We will find out. We're going to get that answer and
1: we're going to have it as if we knew it the whole time.